Hey everybody, I'm your host Robert Kiefer. Welcome to this episode of Citizens View and brought to you by nwieducate.com. My today's guest is Pastor Tyler. Thank you so much for being here. Thank lady. you for inviting me. And, you know, today we're going to talk about just in an open forum as we always do mm-hmm. with this uh, with this podcast is uh, we want to let's talk about when God was taken out of schools, when when prayer was taken out of schools. And uh, we've seen, you know, what's happened when we stopped saying the Pledge of Allegiance, when we stopped when we stopped praying in school, saying the morning prayer. Within a few years, we started having regular mass shootings. Yes. Um, you know, and we've had well over 70 mass shootings of all different types um, since, let's just say, 1996, 98 in that ballpark area. Don't quote me on the exact date. Um, but, you know, in that ballpark area for the past 20 plus years, We've had to endure this on a repeat basis. Yeah. What are your thoughts about? I mean, am I just talking figuratively, or do you have a? Do you agree or have an opinion on on taking prayer out of school has caused uh, some delusion? I mean, instead of having one focal point where we all focus on one flag, right. uh, we seem to have a nation now that if one person's opinion that didn't like the colors of our flag. Mm-hmm. Uh, next thing you know, let's not worship a flag. We live in America, but let's not appreciate the American flag. Right. Um, we, we live in America that was based on Christianity, and mm-hmm. all other religions are tolerated. Mm-hmm. Um, we've become a nation where, oh, that if, you know, I, I'm, I'm this, I'm that, and that offends me that you're Christian. Right. And um, so now we've become a nation that's so politically correct that we're, fa- we're afraid to offend anybody. With our, mm-hmm. And so we violate and distort, distract and convolute our own ideals. Yeah. And to a point where 20 years later, nobody knows what our ideals even are. We're in a mess. That's right. What do you think? Um, my my opinion is, and, and my opinion is going to be based on the word of God, is that the minute we took prayer out of school, we basically renounced our faith in God and mm-hmm. his ability to educate and protect, to defend. We've, become, we've gone from being a monotheistic um, nation to... Word of the day. Poly, to a poly, we've gone from, from believing in God and whom God we trust. And, and if I'm not mistaken, I believe that is what is written on our currency in God we trust. And when we when the nation was founded, it was founded on a belief in God. Um, and you pointed out about, you mentioned about guns. And I just want to say this, that even though I don't carry a gun, I believe everyone's entitled that wants to have a gun can do that because the gun in and of itself is not the problem. The problem is the person that possesses the gun and what's in their heart. And, you know, according to the word of God, as man progresses in this dispensation, they become wickeder in their thought process. And so it's not an issue of, Teachers failing because I think that teachers are underpaid and underappreciated. Um, I believe, and their hands are tied. And their hands are We're tied. Teaching to test versus what they need to teach, exactly. and they know what they need to teach. There used to be a time that uh, a teacher was welcomed in in your home. When I grew up, the teacher could come by and the teacher could talk about you know your problems at school. They would they wouldn't mind helping you after school. Nowadays, teachers are limited as to what they can say, is limited as to what they can do. Their lives are constantly being threatened every day by children who are nothing more than inbred bullies because I don't believe that children are born to be negative. I do believe the word of God. They were born in sin and shaped in iniquity. But I believe that children are taught misbehavior and 
you know, the word of the Lord says train up a child. They are, exactly. Because right. it says if you train up a child in the way that they should go when they get older, they will not depart. So when you when your child is cunning up at home and being disrespectful at home and being bad at home, they're going to go out in society and they're going to do that. It's not the teacher's responsibility to train your child. It's the teacher's responsibility to help them academically. So if it if you're failing at home in those in those early years, those those tender years, and you send them into the school system, I don't think that it's fair that parents should want to come out to the school and threaten the teachers because the teacher puts them in time out or whatever the case may be. They're only acting out what they see at home. If they're calling people names, they learn those names someplace else. It's mm-hmm. easy to blame society. That's called naturalistic observation. They, yes. they learn what they see. What they see. And the, the problem, and I so agree with you on this, and I want to get really into it, is that we have a society that has taken away personal responsibility. Yes. When you're talking about the teachers, the teachers are absolutely devoted and committed to mm-hmm. educating right. their child. Not raising, Not raising your child. Exactly. Their job is to educate, enhance their the, the information within that child's brain. Exactly. Um, and they need to be able to have complete control when they are when the child is in their custody, so to speak, in mm-hmm. the classroom. Yes. And when you're talking about, you know, the lack of personal responsibility, because we've become a nation where the parents, not all parents, this is, you know, we're talking right. about a case by case, and I don't want to put everybody into one one category because that's exactly. not the case. Exactly. There are a lot of wonderful, beautiful parents out there, and I thank and God for each and every one job. of you. Um, and we're, we're talking about the one, the, the disruption one. Mm-hmm. The, we're talking about these children that disrupt classes, mm-hmm. that do everything they can to contradict the process. Yes, yes. And, and the parents of those children deflect responsibility. Mm-hmm. They, that's, these are the ones that go to the school and blame the teachers. These yes. are the ones that go to the school and blame the network. I mean, mm-hmm. the blame the processing and the system. Right. And instead of looking inward and saying, what can I do to, to make this a better place for all of us? Right. It, they're saying, look, I'm too self-righteous and I, I am too narcissistic. Yes. Uh, I'm too self-entitled mm-hmm. to have anything uh, you know, any kind of personal responsibility towards this. Uh, it, what do you think? What and, and I agree with you. I agree with you so um, very much in that it's easier to push the blame and responsibility off on someone else while they're pursuing their career or whatever. And, and as you said, there are really, really great parents out there. This is not the, the norm for everybody. There are a lot of hardworking parents out there, but we have a group, if you will, of individuals and parents who they themselves were raised irresponsibly. So when they had their children, they raised their children irresponsibly. Uh, irresponsibly. Basically, we have two or three generations of just irresponsible people, mm-hmm. and they keep perpetuating it. And not only are they irresponsible raising their children, the children go to school. Once the school can't deal with them anymore, then the child will usually drop out or they have some type of legal interaction with the system. Now they become a problem when it comes to law enforcement. And then of course that opens another can of worms because everybody wants to jump on the bandwagon, you know, that um, the cops are bad, the prisons are bad, but we wouldn't have prisons if there weren't people doing things that they didn't have any business doing. And I'm an advocate 
for prison ministry. I, hey, look, I, I believe in going in, but it, it has to go back to being responsible. Why is it that your son or your daughter at 10 or 11 are doing all these things? Um, a young lady was maced for stealing out of a store. I was watching the news and she's 11 years old. The mother did not support the stealing, but now there's an issue with, well, why did the officer mace my daughter? And my question was immediately, why was your daughter stealing? Where were you when your daughter was stealing out of the store? They have, um, we have as, as a nation allowed people to become irresponsible because we say, oh, well, don't worry about it. The government will take care of it. Don't worry about it. We'll put programs in the schools that'll take care of it. Oh, don't worry. And the, the, the one concern that I have is that there are not enough ministries anymore. There are not enough pastors anymore engaging and helping from the pulpit, yeah. helping parents with their children. I mean, there are things that we can do in ministry and it never has to leak into or become an issue with society because you can handle it from well, a it biblical Im standpoint. It improves society. It will. It, Im it improves society. What you were talking about, it's, just, it's such a beautiful aspect because you're absolutely right when, you know, we each if we each have an argument doesn't necessarily, I mean, I've had these arguments with myself before and I've lost. That's a scary scenario. <laughs> but um, when, when, when two people have a disagreement, when a mm -hmm. child steals from a store, mm -hmm. um, there's more involved than this, the, the act of taking something. Exactly. And each person, each party involved in that has their own their own personal responsibility. Mm -hmm. Now, the officer macing, that that officer has a responsibility. Yes. Now, whether they did right, wrong, indifferent, I wasn't there. Right. Um, I don't know the situation. I mean, people draw conclusions. Eleven year old child. I don't know. Right. I mean, we don't know. But you know, but that responsibility, that officer has the responsibility for yes. that action. Yes. But on the opposite side is the parent has a responsibility yes. for the action of the child and the child itself. Even, even though the child is 11 years old, the child had responsibility, responsibility mm -hmm. but the parent, naturalistic observation. So when you have that kind of a disagreement or that kind of a scenario, mm -hmm. we as Americans have become a nation where we just want to pass all the blame, everything, right. to one person, to one, to one person. root source. Exactly. And it's not that simple. Mm -hmm. And I love what you were talking about because really when we, when we have a, any kind of a situation like that, regardless whether a crime is committed or a disagreement, right. we have a situation where each party, man, woman, or indifferent, must accept the responsibility for their part for their of, that, of, that inter you know, of that cause, mm -hmm. I mean, of that, you know, that incident, if you will. And um, I love what you're talking about with that because there has to be harmony. Until we only can get back, we have to bring back to basics. Right. And what is basics? We have to get back to family values. Family values. We have to get back to the classrooms and the communities mm -hmm. and, and working towards how we can improve family values, how we can improve, uh, in, you know, improve communities and churches. Um, and instead of diversifying and focusing on the me, we have to get back to we. Right. Because... Putting somebody else ahead of yourself is the greatest mission. Mm -hmm. And by focusing on that, it makes us better. Yes. Instead of just focusing on us and everybody else can go away, that that destroys society. We need to have that, that synergy, that bond. Well, that reminds me of the word of God that says that we should esteem others above ourselves. Amen. Yeah, do unto others says we would have them do unto us. And no one, no one 
wakes up in the morning and says, oh, I'm going to cause bodily harm to myself. No, I mean, you don't just wake up and go, I think that you, we, we don't do that. We, we wake up in the morning and we do our very best to put on our very best face and we take care of ourselves, brush our teeth, comb our hair. We want to look our very best. And so when we go out, what we should be doing is trying to impart that same mindset to someone else you know i said something to the ladies today in one of my um posts i said shine bright and do something give something back to someone new and meaning find the opportunity to pour into someone else's life something positive something that's going to affirm them and as you were talking my mind immediately went back to once again the family I, I grew up, I was born in 1966, and, and I grew up in a home where there was a mother and a father, and Christ was the center of the home. There was Bible study, and there were Bible verses to be memorized, and, and, and we went to church, and I'm not saying that we were perfect, but there was, Christ was the center of, of, of our lives, and in many instances, he, Christ is not the center. God is not the center. It's money, it's um, jobs, it's mission, it's me, 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 and a lot of marriages. It's it's me. You know, I want to achieve this. And That's then right. the other spouse goes, well, I want to achieve this. And so what happens is but while they're both trying to achieve what they want, they're still procreating and having children, but then... TV becomes the babysitter, a babysitter becomes a babysitter, the school becomes a babysitter, and before you know it, the children are lost because each parent is pursuing, everybody's pursuing what they want to do, and they forget, hey, you know, we came together, we have these kids, and what happens is once they're unleashed on society, they do the same thing. It becomes about them. Anybody that has a small child will tell you, and there too, it's mine, mine. Mine, you know, it's all about me. I mean, that's so true. You know, and so what happens is they, if that, if that cycle isn't broken, when they go to school, they go to school with, it's mine, it's me, it's mine. And if you don't pay attention to what I want, I'm going to treat you the way I do at home. And, and, and I, you children know, lash out for attention exactly. because they're not getting that at home. Exactly. You know, it, it, you're, you're, you're so right. When it comes to family values, when it comes to community, mm -hmm. you know, you know, I've been working on this myself, and you know, I, I try to work on me surrendering to joy, mm -hmm. me surrendering to love. Mm -hmm. You know, because I don't want to push my faith onto everybody because that's not what I, I don't right. believe in shoving it down somebody's throat. Right. I am who I am, and I believe what I believe because that's who I am, and I respect you. Mm -hmm. I respect you know you the individual out there, and but if you're raising children, regardless whether you're of spirit, regardless whether you're of faith surrender yourself to the love you know surrender yourself to the compassion the joy mm -hmm. the happiness of having children mm -hmm. you know and be grateful yes and but we we surrender our, we they don't they, they they think surrendering is weakness yeah. and surrendering to joy and love and happiness is not being weak no. you know i'm not saying surrender your life i'm saying surrender your, your soul i mean it's to, mm -hmm. to the love of the children and to being the best person you can be yes. if you get up every day and learn something uh, you know how many people do we know say yeah i'm the same person as i was when you were 18. or i, I you know if that's the case i, I gotta run from you because <laughs> if we don't learn anything if right. we don't grow yeah, and mature right. and be better right um then what's the point Exactly. You know, so, you know, surrender yourself to love and joy and happiness. I agree. I agree with you 100%. My, I, and, and 
I share with people, you can't force a person to believe. So I'm not going to ask everyone to just jump on the bandwagon and, and jump in your body and say, oh, well, I'm believing because Pastor Tyler believes. No, that, that's, a personal, that's a personal relationship that you have to establish with God. But I will stand on this. Without him in our lives, without us saying to people, listen, let's return back to the roots. Let's return back to the God of our salvation and history from the beginning of Genesis all the way to Revelations. We could see that every time a nation moved away from God, it began to perish. Every generation along that line began to perish. My heart goes out to those who've lost their children from school shootings and all of the mass destruction that's taking place from the terrorists to what's going on in our government. And my, 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 my concern, my plea, my request would be return back to the root of our foundation. You may not go the route that I'm going. So, you know, everybody is not going to go the same route. Somebody, it may, a light bulb may flick off in the bathroom. You know, I don't know. That's you right. know, it, it may be while you're riding on the road in your car. Right. But at some point, you have to come to the realization that, listen, we have error. Okay, God, what do we do to get back on track? And, and I can promise you, you're going to hear him say, hey, put me back first. Make me the center again. There's mm -hmm. put me back in the schools. Listen, get line them up. Let's start having prayer. I'm not saying you got to pray out loud and make a mockery or, or a baboon of yourself, but you can secretly within your heart seek God for guidance. God, you know, lead God to direct me how to teach these children. You know, help me to be a better student. You know, I really don't like math, but God, I really need your help today because I need to pass this math test. Make him the center point, you know, even in government, you know, everything that we do and that would be my encouragement. Put him back. Put God back first, and we will see a change. That's right. The biggest, the biggest thing that we want to do, uh, and what we're trying to do here is with our podcast, uh, is to encourage you to just open your heart. Um, open your heart to the ability to change mm -hmm. um, and be better and improve. Not saying that you're not perfect the way you are or you're not wonderful the way you are, but there's always room to be better. Yes. So open your heart, whatever that means to you. Surrender to love and joy. Love your children. Mm -hmm. Take a more engaging role in it. Don't use yes. excuses like I'm too busy. Mm -hmm. If that was the case, then you should not have had children. I agree. But this is on for our next podcast. I, I want to thank you all for joining us today. I'm your host, Robert Hebert. Thank you, Pastor thank Tyler, you so for, very being, much for here. being here. I, appreciate I can't it. wait for us to talk again in yes. a panel. Um, and uh, this this uh, show is brought to you by nwiEducate.com, and you have the best day ever, everybody. Thank you so much. For